listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Amazing Grace. It's so hard to say no when it looks so good in my face. Girl, all them curves got me on swear when I'm trying to drive straight. If you call me on another date, baby girl, I want to take that cake. Because every nigga love birthday cake. And every time I come around, I can tell you be looking at me. And I can tell that you be wondering if I'm really living what I see. It'll be wrong if we get along, cause I kinda know me, but I still gotta be strong. Say B, keep your gee on, cause she ain't trying to hear me, she ain't trying to hear me. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. You say she wanna drink, do drugs, and have sex, sex tonight. But I got church in the morning. We are live on a Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Late edition yes sir all kinds of stuff popping off yeah, a little lazy it was just like you know what mm-hmm. i just won't lay here mm-hmm. uh but we figured we give you niggas a show anyway okay <laughs> you deserved it you earned it you've been nice people um <clears throat> all kinds of stuff is going on in the news but of course <clears throat> gotta start with the upfront the black guy tips you can find us on itunes stitcher leave us five star reviews if we like them we'll read them on the air mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh let's just get right into it we got all kinds of news uh where should we start where should we start um oh wait i think i know i know where we can start hold on let me here we go <sighs> yeah so the cosby show uh bill cosby's rape case ended in a mistrial after the jury deadlocked there were two holdouts on the jury there were also two black men on the jury Mm -hmm. uh so i'm not saying but i am wondering uh who exactly were the holdouts um i'm actually kind of shocked that it was 10 to 2 i did not and i think it's just because of the circles i run in i really and i've seen it highlighted so many people that were like defending him that i thought maybe there were more than that i thought you know the vast majority of people were defending him but it seems that uh sadly the staunchest defenders of him are probably black men Come on. and black people in general but uh seems like white people already kind of get recognized game like yeah he did that shit now i'm not saying it's because white people are so great i just think Mm -hmm. they don't have the racial attachment to him that our race does correct where so many black american men and women looked up to him and his show was you know a standard bearer for blackness and so they don't they're not like that emotionally compromised Mm -hmm. even though he was quote unquote america's dad Mm -hmm. but it really ain't that for white folks they got a lot of dads you know what i mean come on 
but uh you know that's you know that like it ain't yeah like i said it ain't like no credit to white folks but i really thought white people was probably on the same shit like you didn't do it but seemed like white people was quick to give that give that one up um but yeah uh the judge sent him back for like to um like he sequestered him for more than 50 hours over six days um told him to like go back and try to deliberate again and they couldn't do it so he's a a free man um this is not a joke i thought thought this was a because coming out of this i thought there was a lot of i was like uh people are gonna be making jokes and shit trying mm-hmm. to be funny mm-hmm. but uh this is the, the next two things i'm about to tell you they're not jokes uh he imitated fat albert on the second night of no verdict walking out of the courtroom and yelled that uh catchphrase for, for fat albert that hey 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 i, I don't i don't know what was that supposed to mean you know like who was i don't know maybe he just realized i'm i'm not going to jail so i can stop acting like a feeble old blind man that's just a victim and go back out here and start making jokes and shit again um but yeah apparently he uh left the cartoon the courtroom on tuesday and said hey 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 mimicking his signature cartoon character fat albert why um see what else happened um oh uh the other thing was there was uh his spokespeople okay now this is not a rumor that was started by somebody else this is not because i'm just going to make sure that it's clear whether the news got this from his spokespeople said bill Cosby was gonna hold seminars on how to avoid sexual assault mm-hmm yep bill Cosby was gonna teach class hold seminars warn all the young people how to avoid sexual assault mm-hmm what are they gonna say these bitches be lying uh you know no 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 hell no 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 i refuse no no now more specifically he wants to tell people not just how to avoid sexual assault but how to avoid being accused of sexual assault now it's a little weird because it's like how would you be the person to do that but yeah andrew wyatt and ebony benson told good day alabama wednesday the comedians plan a series of town halls this summer to educate young people about sexual assault more specifically they say he's planning on teaching them how to look out for warning signs from potential victims and accusations that could follow wyatt says kai's gonna start his new tour of sorts in july it's saying that young people especially athletes need to know what they're facing when they're hanging out and partying when they're doing certain things they shouldn't be doing i guess this is uh uh this is a little bit of uh those who can't teach i guess i don't i mean you've been accused of sexual assault 50 times it doesn't seem like you would be 
the person uh for this also um it feeds into uh this myth that men with money are just constantly being targeted by these women who want to fake a sexual assault and it's among the most dangerous myths we have in america um in addition to statistically just not being true Mm -mm. um it also um sort of gives cover like i i know a lot of dudes who will say shit like uh not not well not a lot of dudes but occasionally some dude will say some shit like well i was accused of rape falsely so da 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 and i'm always thinking to myself like one if you were accused of the rape and it wasn't false you what would you be saying come on is anybody out here walking around like yeah i'll be raping bitches sometimes and Mm-mm. i got accused of rape that i did do mm-hmm. and uh all the people who say uh, there's nobody saying i i did rape somebody right that i was accused of raping and i got away with it nobody's saying that so uh, that is a meaningless thing to say to me uh, i was accused falsely were you though were you because every i'm not gonna front every time i hear that i think maybe yeah, did you rape somebody every single time i hear it because i'm just like who is like why who would come out and say that and then be like but actually i did it it's really like a non-starter for me anyway i think people feel like that's some convincing thing the problem is you're presenting the anecdotal case let's say you did anecdotal you yourself falsely accused okay that means nothing in the aggregate you would still be the exception to the norm the norm is most women don't even report their rapes Mm-mm. most people that are accused of rape do not go to jail for rape nope do not get found guilty of rape rape no. is a very hard crime to prosecute and a very hard crime to uh prove in many cases because people like shit like this where it could be 50 women and there's still two motherfuckers in there like eh, i don't know you know you just be lying right one of the jurors came out you know they always do these interviews afterwards and i'm not gonna lie i i don't know how people can't see the parallels between this kind of shit and when these cops go free after shooting us i don't know how Come y'all on. don't see it i don't know how because the formula is the same mm-hmm. the, the verdict comes out and then all of a sudden they interview the fucking jury and there's always some motherfucker saying something stupid and you're like well that's not the reason you would say not guilty you know like 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 in george zimmerman's case or something there'll be somebody's like well i just believe him i mean he he's not that big a guy and i mean that kid was a little taller than the, you know you're like oh so you didn't give a fuck about physical evidence you didn't give a fuck about oh they they told they 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 mind was made up for this rap again you know michael slagger's case i could just never convict a police officer Wow. what were you doing on the jury right that's my that's my number one question why were you on the jury but 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 you get to just say that afterwards right because nothing can happen to you you already gave your your verdict right well in this case it's kind of interesting because same thing they interviewed the juror he says it's hard to believe andrea constant um because she willingly went to his home and uh he said when she was on the stand she was well coached let's face it she went up to his house with a bare midriff and incense and bath salts what the heck so essentially what does she have on essentially why were you even there um and this is a in a case where testimony about him 
drugging women is was they knew 10 people out of 12 went yeah that dude probably drugged her and raped her this guy goes what was she doing with that with that shirt on if she didn't want to she was came up there to get fucked come on now Uh, okay and it didn't mean she wanted to get drugged and raped right um so yeah anyway today in the latest update kazi put out a tweet saying he did not don't believe the fake media and and i'm not doing a tour i believe you are uh hold up fake media nigga your spokespeople went on the tv show and said you were doing it what are we doing you know like what are we doing um you know and i you know i was i turned out to be right about this shit uh but yeah his defense just they staggered out the guest appearances so uh yeah he's had a former co-star sheila frazier come for a different day camille kazi came like the last day Mm -hmm. she put out a statement using a whole bunch of big ass words trying to basically say it was a witch hunt just to get just to get her husband i'm like so your husband fucked 50 women but it was all willingly and you still ain't got nothing to say even if you even if you had just been like well the nigga was definitely a serial cheater and that ain't cool or we have an understanding even she just was straight up like nope he didn't do nothing wrong leave him alone y'all y'all picking on bill poor bill um yeah um that's just it's just sad man it was all par for the course um all right but uh hope i mean hopefully that's the end of that but now that he's free i'm assuming this segment will never end because he's gonna constantly be trying to come back mm-hmm. even though he swore i'm just a blind man i'm mm-hmm. so i can't even do anything it's like gonna be 2020 i'm so disabled guys i just uh it's do, over for me yeah he gonna do do jumping jacks on the stage yeah like that's all i can imagine um so all right uh let's see what else we got here um uh, uh i guess we can do this and do this
California bans travel to four more states that discriminate against LGBT Americans. Good. California Attorney General Xavier Becerra announced Thursday that the state will prohibit state-funded and state-sponsored travel to Alabama, Kentucky, South Dakota, and Texas due to discriminatory legislations enacted in those states to target LGBT Americans. Our country has been made has made great strides in dismantling the prejudicial laws that have deprived too many of our fellow Americans of their precious rights. Sadly, that is not the case in all parts of our nation, even in the 21st century. I'm announcing today that I'm adding four more states to the list of states where California funded or sponsored travel will be restricted on account of the discriminatory nature of laws enacted by those states. Um, yeah, the and, le- and that yeah. makes sense. I love what people fail to realize when states pass these fuck ass laws, other states have conventions, they fly people in and out, they do business. You have all types of shit going on they're like hey we're not gonna put we're not gonna pour in some of these places billions of dollars in these various different states sometimes all 50 states depend on what's happening and we may be sending lgbtq people to these states and putting them in home boy it makes no sense yeah i wonder if this means like their colleges can't play games here possibility hmm interesting uh it also hmm applies to tennessee north carolina mississippi as well and kansas it makes it makes sense if more states did that these states that pass these fuck ass laws would start bending but they're not going to do it because so many said like fuck it we want the money yep maybe the money will teach them that's really all you can really um do right and california is big because california is uh, it's a lot of money in that state out there like it that you know they literally are self-sustained if they like fuck it we're gonna break away from the union they can it will be just fine yeah um san francisco pride board featured uh chooses neuter protest over full-on trump resistance march san francisco's pride board of directors allegedly fearful of losing corporate sponsors has opted not to turn the annual pride parade into a resistance march against donald trump uh, according to sources with knowledge of the decision in los angeles the annual pride celebration was turned into a full-on resistant march and in nearby san jose an equality march cried out against trump now so for san fran instead of seeing hundreds of thousands marching unison against trump the revolution spurring resistance contingent will be in one section of the parade leading the pack before streams of marchers representing the corporate-led sponsors like facebook google and bud light marched by what critics are calling safe messages about tolerance and that speak volumes because the thing is, I was listening to Nick and Reg when they were talking mm-hmm. about the T and then, you know, uh with uh Reggie being gay, mm-hmm. he was talking about like the pride and all that stuff and he was talking about which which I completely agree with him. When it comes to uh LGBTQ, it's white. You know, even though brown people fall in all these groups with whatever letter, it's a white person, white face when it's normally presented. You normally the pictures that are normally presented to you is white and i really think that's that's why it's quote unquote more acceptable and all of a sudden people have empathy and sympathy and understanding because all of a sudden this can be your family member and shit like that but it's normally particularly gay white men and you know everybody want to party and have a good time because you quote unquote all you was all you cared about was being married Mm -hmm. after that fuck it and it's like well dog you do know they still passing fuck ass laws in these states you do know brown lgbtq people are dying at a much higher rate than anybody else 
every time you talk turn around you get another trans woman that has died because somebody was like fuck it today you know and it's like that's not their problem so instead of them grouping with everybody else and continuing to fight they want to party and and you know uh uh throw glitter in the air that's cute but you know your brothers and sisters in this group that you claim were your brothers and sisters that you claim were your allies that you wanted to go to the polls that you wanted to push in march that you wanted their numbers when it was time to get your fuck ass let's get everybody married thing going on you know which they supported you on because they right. wanted the same thing too don't get me wrong but the problem is once you cross the finish line you said fuck it and that's what a lot of white people do when it comes to allyship and it makes black people mad yep so they're um toning down the you know the rhetoric because they don't want to have a mean march i guess right and 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 the the thing is fuck donald trump and i don't know what about that they don't understand like you do know that there's still a war you do know you still need to be fighting you do know you still need to be protesting but at the end of the day you you know particularly white males you're still looked at as a white male unless mm-hmm. you know unless people know that you're openly gay or, or whatever your sexuality is you still benefit in the whiteness so your whiteness overshadows your sexuality mm-hmm. well also this is why that kendall jenner commercial resonated with so many people like we are in a very black very militant almost very pro-black circle mm-hmm. So all our people were like, fuck that commercial, this is racist, this is bullshit. You just took a Black Lives Matter commercial and, and made a whack at fake protest. Right. But remember, people were like, that commercial was actually popular at Tesla. Um this is what that is. Remember those signs? Peace. Uh, you know, uh together, communication, you know, is this is that. And the thing about that is peace for who, dog? Mm-hmm okay you got peace but what about the people that don't got peace what about the people that can't sleep at night what about those people that, that you know they don't have this peace that you're talking about you know because like you like you say is it's a bite off of other people's pain and you said the other day they quote unquote take our coolness and put it into everything right fucking protesting and marching because people is dying is not fucking cool like mm-hmm. like it's life and death for us but you think our fucking protesting is a is a fad so you take our fad our pain our heartache and you want to cut it cut and paste and make it pretty so it can be presented no it's serious for us it's not a game yeah that's what happened with like i think that's why that you know the pink hat march shit how it started with you know it was white women that came up with it and shit and they were just gonna do this march and then eventually they got black women to kind of helm it but then ever since then we really haven't had more organized marches or resistance and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it does kind of feel like people were looking at black lives matter and people were looking at the marches the movement for black lives they were looking at all these pe- marches being like oh yeah we should do that too and then there but there's no unifying uh goals behind it right. so it falls apart right and, and 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 the thing about it is that when black people go out in the street and march they're marching for a purpose they're marching for a reason they're not out there just to be out there there, mm-hmm. there is a cause not trying to be funny 
a lot of times for a lot of white people do these movements particularly if it doesn't have a real cause or a purpose other than let's just get together let's do brunch let's be cute let's just go out here oh i'm angry right now but it's right. not a sustained anger you know because the thing about black people when black people march you're talking about years and decades and centuries of anger that they're marching on that's completely different than i'm mad about whatever the fucking fad is right now and what's very really frustrating is that white people would get and not in this country would get more angry and more upset about shit that happened overseas than and, and, and then the shit that happens right here in our country and people are like well do you really care or you only care because you think it's cute yep um it's also interesting too because i think when that happens uh it furthers the divide like pe- black people feel more isolated so <sighs> once again uh but yeah they they you know the other i mean uh okay the other side of this is i do understand a march is probably very expensive a march probably is not is not gonna pay for itself um you might lose sponsors and shit i don't know shit about how you balance the books on a march i can say that from my ignorant ass perspective and admit that i don't know so maybe you know it's like people that were mad at bt for having sponsors for the award show i don't know shit about that like maybe i pay for this and it's more complex than it looks but uh if other people did it you know how did those other marches do it yeah and also uh on the low if people really paying attention they're trying to actually ban marching and protesting when it comes to brown people shit like they want to pass laws around it they want to almost make it impossible they want you to pay fees and all this bullshit so basically they basically they the white people marches like y'all need to come and be pro-cop y'all need to come and you know don't antagonize nobody y'all need to come with these pretty causes y'all need to come and not make the white people feel uncomfortable and shit like that you know and a lot of times when we march a lot of times we march it out of anger and it's prompt too no you're not gonna get no papers no citation fucking here we are and you're gonna hear us yeah um i need to take a break for a second here okay um i'll play some music be right back y'all all right Whew, i'm back let's get into it um so back to these uh homophobes and shit all right so the other thing is um they basically got somebody snitching uh on the inside because it was a big debate over this um march and how they were going to handle it and uh drag king alex un a pride community grand marshal and performer in the hip-hop group mama boy mama's boys with a z uh said he fought for months to persuade the pride board to turn the parade into a resistance and they basically said mm-hmm, the white folks was not trying to hit that they eventually morphed into the resistant contingent as a compromise would have been a much bigger punch if everybody going down with the parade had a, a similar message for hours um but yeah instead it's just like this portion of the parade of the parade is about resistance mm-hmm. yeah because they don't they don't care yeah that's a pretty i mean like i said I don't, I, I do want to admit, I don't know shit about no motherfucking parade. True. Like, I don't expect everybody to be down for the resistance and the revolution and all that shit. There's a lot of people that's just not down. It's a lot of halfway crooks out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can understand 
them being like we don't want our parade to be that to a certain extent but the thing for me is when i talk about people being useless that's kind of what i'm talking about where you find this middle ground but there's not really a middle ground nope like there's not a we hope for the best but we're not gonna make a statement about it yep um so yeah and it's i I think also there's a lot of people that just don't understand how anti-gay this um how how anti-gay this administration is it's like they don't get it yet right right it's like they don't they don't understand the attack it's like anybody that's in a minority group is getting attacked anybody but i'm saying specifically anti-gay because they need to be treating it like pence is the president yes they do everybody knows uh everybody knows that he is a huge pence is a huge homophobe yes he is they know that he's very anti-lgbt very anti-woman but they treat it like it's trump who they feel like well trump's not an ideologue he's a guy who just he goes with the flow he says whatever but the problem is trump is nothing but a fucking mask for pence and them like he's right. just he's just serving as a guy he wants all the credit he wants all the attention and they'll let him have it they're like fuck it just as long as that shit get through right but trump doesn't actually uh give a fuck about anybody so Mm-mm. people think that's a positive but it's a negative he will he just wants the credit for something like if that means rolling back lgbtq initiatives he'll that's take that coming. that's and the thing is why you too why you so busy um not paying attention and um basking uh in your glory of being allowed to get married they'll fuck around and go to the federal uh, supreme court and it'll go back to it'll be like a control all delete right uh houston isd superintendent proposes including lgbtq history in curriculum um that's good Mm -hmm. uh because lord i was not taught anything about anyone being gay in history no i'm I'm gonna tell you truth be told y'all i was very very ignorant um when it came to anybody outside of being straight you know i was her you know especially when it came to gay men i'm i didn't even learn about transgender till i became an adult but But i feel like i'm still kind of ignorant to history i don't know this shit right no and most and most of us don't know it Mm mm-hmm you know what i mean like this is it i don't feel like any i can't even really call it like a level of shame we are not taught this shit no we're not we don't know who was gay that was in politics we don't know who like no, no one taught me about harvey milk no one taught i learned about stonewall two three years ago same like, here no like this like our country like i don't like it does not really a shame to be attached to it because it's not like well uh, they taught that in school and i just didn't learn it no they have avoided teaching us about gay people our entire lives which means a lot of gay children end up without having that role model without that home without that feeling like we're part of history because we want to erase gay people because like sex and like anything else race we figure if we don't teach the kids about it they'll they, they won't know it happened you know they won't they'll we still will have gay people feeling like they should be ostracized like they're not part of our country like they're not part of life because nobody was gay in the past nobody was gay a lot of people people kill me with that when you talk to them because they was like i'm tired of being in my face and you people were always gay y'all i don't know why people act so well, shocked and they surprised. Act, they act shocked and surprised because they weren't taught it that's true the only examples they have of gay shit is 
uh stuff when they teach you about like uh when i took um latin it was like well you know they they had sex with children they had sex with men in the bathhouse and stuff it's like okay so that's the only time you want to teach me that somebody was gay or somebody is when you also want to imply they were pedophiles and when you also want to imply that it was this ancient debaucherous um civilization that has nothing to do then just years and years and years and years and years of no one being gay and then all of a sudden it's back and we guys got to stop teaching the children about it you know but yet i think that's one of the they want us to be ignorant to it Mm -hmm. um but putting in the curriculum will help now the problem is with certain things uh is you know being gay has not necessarily been accepted in a lot of people's lives so you're gonna have people that that you're gonna have to suppose you're gonna have people that speculation about people that might have been in the closet their whole lives things of this nature um and also because of how people view being gay as negative and less than especially for men you're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna be upset if you speculate malcolm x was gay or bisexual if you met if you speculate abraham lincoln was gay or bisexual you're gonna have people that are like no 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 you don't say that about someone because they automatically think gay less than so uh the fight is gonna be on their hands but yeah there's no reason it shouldn't be taught especially Mm -hmm. the fact that we do have openly gay icons that just nobody fucking talks about we have politicians now that are story politicians that have been around for 30 40 years and there's people don't talk about the fact that they gay right um but yeah the lgbtq movement in the u.s has a history and in many cases many people would call it a civil rights history in terms of acceptance and in terms of who have been leaders of the movement Carranza said i think it's part of american of the american history to include that as a part of what kids study is just a bigger picture of who we are as america only in california are schools required to include the contributions of gay lesbian transgender bisexual and queer people as part of a social studies curriculum thanks to a 2011 law so that's only been happening for five years and california is the cutting edge like we consider california it might as well be another country socialist state of california and they got hip to it uh 2011 so six years texas however mandates that educational programs state that homosexual conduct is not an acceptable lifestyle of course and but the thing about texas your fucking school books come out of texas a lot of people right. realize like I wish the school books came out of California. They don't. They come out of fuck-ass Texas. So if Texas decide that slavery ain't real and that the uh, slaves took a cruise to America, that's what the fuck your children are going to learn. Uh, it's unclear whether adding LGBTQ history to U.S. history courses would be at odds with those existing state rules that say, you know, Texas said it's a lifestyle. You can't teach it because it's against health and safety code and shit like that uh so you know i don't know that it's a proposal it's not a law yet i don't know if it'll even have a chance because this is the same state that will be debating transgender bathroom laws right uh in july so keep your fingers crossed but appreciate somebody having the courage sad we gotta call it courage but somebody coming forward to be like so uh gay people are people too right um so yeah hope it works out dog um transgender men and women in australia are forced to divorce if they want a new birth certificate what yep it's a nauseous feeling coming out it leads to questions of stigma and more questions and pain 
pain because it's a deep truth and therefore deep vulnerability to reveal i know this as a queer woman for transgender people the difficulty is doubled or tripled even there's a stigma that is uh there's a greater stigma the uh oh there are four okay i think they missed the word there are fewer transgender people with whom to identify they are a letter at the end of an acronym that can feel misunderstood uh not only in sexuality but in every corner of their lives australian laws are not helping in australia coming out as transgender means that in order to claim your new identity on your birth certificate you must first divorce your spouse no matter how long you've been married and no matter whether you wish to divorce at all what the fuck divorce got to do with anything because in australia same-sex marriage is not legal so if you're married to somebody and wow that means in australia you got to be man and woman quote unquote to be married if you uh say well i'm actually changing my gender i don't want to get a new i don't want to marry anybody else i love my spouse my spouse loves me right Right. they they understand this change i'm going through blah Mm -hmm. blah blah uh you know and uh the 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 government's like y'all gotta get y'all y'all gotta fucking get divorced dog so break that shit up that's dumb yep um so and then of course once you get married you probably once you get divorced you probably can't even get married again that's what it sounds like not to your same spouse and and divorce normally is costly so it's not like right you're now adding an extra expense to coming out uh transgender or living your life that way or changing your birth certificate that way uh i don't uh speaking of australia transgender couples seeks humanitarian asylum in iceland after suffering homophobic threats while living in australia oh that'll that'll put another shrimp on the barbie oh you gotta be worried about animals and this too right uh the homophobes are poisonous in uh in australia a transgender couple are seeking humanitarian asylum in iceland over allegations uh allegations of threats from australian police uh damn from the police stephanie mccarthy and her partner ashley Ihaz uh claimed they fell victim to sydney's homophobic street life in a gofundme page co- to cover the cost of relocation miss mccarthy who was viciously bashed at a, t- a trendy newton hotel in 2015 alleges the couple were threatened by nsw police in the wake of the attack uh <clears throat> escalation of threats towards her and myself as her partner have forced us to flee from australia in fear of our lives and now the now inactive gofundme page reads stephanie has been continually continually harassed and threatened by the nsw police we are right just go to the police we have now formally applied for asylum in iceland with it the chance to live free of violence intimidation the threat of death and various other forms of abuse abuse they claim that sacrificed their pets family friends and life savings to make the move but their finances were running dry in two weeks time our current accommodation finishes with our finances dwindling we risk homelessness the page also showed a photograph of a letter from the Icelandic Directorate of Immigration that appears to confirm that the case was under consideration. We are expected to attend a first interview with Icelandic Directorate of Immigration officials. The letter reads, the NSW police spokesperson vehemently denied the allegations to Daily Mail Australia vowing they build relationships with the LGBTQIQ um, community. The, I don't believe you. <laughs> right the nsw police has zero tolerance for violence against any member of the eh, in a country where you can't even get married i don't know right, that's what, I was like, that, what you said is contradictory yeah like it's hard it's hard to take your word for it dog right i'm sorry i don't believe you you need more people 
yeah uh transgender women attacked after leaving a brooklyn gay bar two transgender women were attacked at the party at a brooklyn gay bar over the weekend uh two women both transgender left happy fun hideaway along myrtle ave near bushwick ave in search for more alcohol around 1 a.m saturday both women were intoxicated and denied booze at a nearby liquor store the duo musicians london jade and jasmine infinity jasmine infinity were then confronted outside by three irate men and a woman screaming derogatory slurs uh and they appear to be transgender women of color of course Ooh, you don't say well, now, why would the just the sight of these two women make you angry irate not just one person a group of people so now no not one person was wearing a safety pin mm-hmm. nobody turned and said hey guys uh i we leave these ladies alone let's stop that nope nope we can just mm-hmm. attack them yep uh the police say the group called them transformers faggots and told them to get off our block oh yep the encounter turned violent as one knife wielding attacker slashed london in the leg jasmine suffered a fractured jaw fractured jaw and contusion in the scuffle according to the uh victims and police both women went to the bellevue hospital in manhattan are expected to be okay i was beyond wasted and blacked out while me and my trans mother jasmine infinity are being attacked and beat on london said in a facebook post on saturday they could have killed us all we were doing was walking and minding our business the miami-based artist and her sandals fell said her sandals fell off during the attack and they were stolen by the assailants uh she has since been released from the hospitals back in florida jasmine remains hospitalized and is expected to have her jaw wired shut god damn she wrote on facebook adding that the surgery would jeopardize upcoming gigs uh also this is more money you have to spend right the worst part is their medical bills right you can't earn money and you're spending money right the worst part is this is how uh now this may affect my european tour has already affected other gigs Ugh, not looking forward to a wired shut job bonus though for a liquid diet and super cute painkillers fuck transphobia misogyny and violent attitudes i had enough their you caring page raised funds for jasmine and jay's hospital bills has already reached more than thirty two thousand dollars i mean that is good that they are getting money for their bills i'm sure the bills are yeah they actually made their goal they yeah. it was forty five thousand dollars close now they made 46 but that's wonderful because that's still your real body real pain real right. time you're gonna lose real uh emotional strife uh just because you're transgender walking down the street at one in the morning right Cause you're you a little bit drunk and draw just a little bit of attention and all of a sudden motherfucking four biggest just can't wait to attack and nobody in the area was there to help to say anything nothing yeah <sighs> uh, it's just fucking i don't understand anything Mm-mm. in trump's america the racism on gay weight dating apps is only getting worse mm, you don't say <laughs> yeah don't say i knew you was gonna say that before i even read this article ross hammond hadn't received a message in week a 30 year old gay man who lives in new york he keeps a folder filled with various dating apps on his phone including grinder scruff and tinder since moving to hell's kitchen two months ago he says he can count on one hand the number of messages he's gotten from men in the popular manhattan gayborhood hammond a bearded aspiring musician with an endearing nervous energy decides to engage in a little experiment over coffee in harlem cafe 
uh at a harlem cafe he changes his profile picture to a male friend's photo the friend is cute and clean cut but most importantly he's white hammond gets 50 messages in less than half an hour mm-hmm. hammond is a surprise he's pretty used to this his current profile in which users are asked to describe themselves attest to the frustration he's experienced as a gay man of color navigating the world of online dating it doesn't matter what i write in my profile you're not going to read it because you're automatically going to make assumptions about me based on my race right recently someone sent Hammond a message that stuck with him you fucking chinks are the reason why there's so much racism in the gay community i read mm, mm, mm. but there's no racism in the gay community though right I, you know let 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 a lot of them talk about it Mm-mm. how you gonna call me a slur a racist slur and then be like you the reason it's racism that privilege if it wasn't for you niggers we could all get along Word. wouldn't be no racism without y'all mm-hmm. wow while i look at you while we both in the minority group listen chink this is your fault get together speak right what the fuck Hammond's experience is sadly a common one in online dating spaces. Christian Rudder, the founder of OKCupid, told NPR back in 2014 that there's a bias across platforms against black and Asian users. Every kind of way you can measure their success on the site, how people rate them, how often they reply to messages, how many messages they get, they're all, that's all reduced, he claimed at the time. A year after Rudder's comments, researchers in Australia polled 2,000 gay and bisexual men finding that 60% felt that excluding a sexual partner based on their ethnicity wasn't racist. Uh, that's a, first of all, that's a pretty high percentage. Second of all, that's not that uncommon. A lot of people feel like that. Uh, it's just your preference as if a preference isn't informed by society and society doesn't have racism in it. Um, these respondents believing that having a believe that having disclaimers on your profile, like no blacks, no Asians was just a pre- stating a preference. Mm. that's very racist yeah funny how the preference always goes to the um brown folks i was gonna say to the people on the uh in the marginalized communities because i'm not just saying i mean even the straight people when you see people uh i don't date black women funny how that goes isn't it funny that it's never the the profile that proudly proclaims i don't date white women and it's some black person some black dude on there it's never it's just never it just it just rarely happens to flow that way i don't know what could it be yeah i gotta let the minority group know that they ain't shit and i don't desire them sexually right just whether they ask for it or not but i'm not racist i just it's just my preference it's just my preference there's never you don't see dating profiles hey no skinny women please sorry i don't want that no skinny hey look uh no tall men okay i'm done with that bullshit you don't see that <laughs> but but nobody's preference is, is influenced by anything in society y'all it's right. just all our individual values and it never matters at all it's just systemically when you do the stats on all these dating sites you always end up with the same couple of groups at the bottom but nobody's influenced nope it's yeah. all coincidence yeah you ask them you know like most of these dating sites black women rate the lowest mm-hmm the the lighter your complexion or the 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 more your relationship to quote-unquote whiteness is the a lot of times the higher you rank and even on these gay on on gay websites you're having the same no blacks no asians no blacks no asians like you know seems kind of kind of 
must just be a coincidence right and so when you tell when people talk about colorism people want to act like you're stupid no that shit is real people do look at that you know even though you're quote unquote not supposed to but you know people ain't shit yep um so yeah he changed his profile pic and all of a sudden he's getting these uh responses right until they find out otherwise right um but basically they say it's gotten even worse under trump of course because now trump 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 has allowed the racists to come out right um yeah and i'm sure latino people are getting it because mm-hmm. i'm because that's the other people. thing that's the other thing you know it's a bunch of gay white people that voted for trump you know don't if gay women voted for trump i mean if white women voted for trump why wouldn't gay white men vote for trump right because at the end of the day it's about protecting whiteness right so you know that's you know those it's not like those people they might not come out and just be like hey i'm gonna wear a trump shirt but yeah like i said with all this trump shit there's a lot of people that voted for trump they they ain't wearing make america great again hats no they're not and they're not these rednecks and they're not these bumpkins and they're not these skinheads mm-hmm. that show up at these rallies and shit they're not not all these trump voters are that shit there's a no. lot of trump voters that got good jobs come on go to your church to look you in your face call you friend there's a lot of them because it's the only way you get 50 million votes three minutes he got his ass kicked by three million votes i get it in the popular vote 50 50 million people is still a lot of fucking people that's still a lot of fucking people that voted for him and i mean your co-workers your neighbors that like you said i mean the people look in your face that mean the people that you go out to brunch with that mean the people you know you spend time at their homes yeah there's a lot of white people that didn't even vote but they they were fine with him winning come on you know like it like i said dog it's just watch your back out here man Mm -hmm. but yeah the sites you know decide to tell the truth you know uh all right let's get into some other news um bet kept chris brown and karuchi uh separate during uh the awards yeah they want no lawsuits that explains how uh they were able to be both be there because remember i asked how was he legally allowed to be there because uh, i figured something had to happen she there he there mm-hmm. they got a restraining order all right she probably had bodyguards the whole time i know i would have yeah that was probably her request unless i have a god i refuse to show up and he better be with me from the time i leave my house to the time i take my black ass in my house because i don't want no problems yeah apparently she was moved to a separate holding room when chris took the stage and chris never ever sat in the audience ensuring the two didn't cross paths however they didn't stop breezy's crew from getting into an altercation with quavo uh her karuchi's uh rumored new boo um and amigos at an after party so she wasn't near that fight though <sighs> that's crazy uh serena williams celebrates pregnancy with new vanity fair cover and i'm here for it oh we all here for it mm-hmm. yeah but are you quoting any stats or statistics uh i am not karen apparently uh we have cringeworthy coverage of serena williams mm, are you gonna cringe your own then baby yeah so uh we don't know enough i listen i can't be more open about this and more honest about this and everybody listening to the show knows this i don't watch tennis unless i just happen to catch serena come on i don't give a fuck about nobody else maybe venus sometimes but for the most part it's all about serena and it's been about serena i don't know no score don't and i took tennis in college i don't know no score all i know is she out there and i'm here for it right i don't know all of beyonce sales records 
i don't even know i can't tell you lebron james stats this season nope what i can tell you is i'll be rooting the fuck for them black people that's me so uh you know i'm gonna need y'all to uh to understand if you stepping into this you need to understand because we got a email today from a dude that said yo this is late but listening to you talk about tennis when you support serena williams is so cringeworthy she is actually better at tennis than you guys give her credit for i understand it's not your forte but geez you love her so much she is a living historic black woman and you are a sports genius i'm not a sports genius i don't even know where that came from you never heard me quote a stat without looking it up i would be happy to help you two are podcasting guys to me now how is this helping like the tournament she won while pregnant was the australian open which is a huge tournament not only that but she won against her sister and broke the record for the most slams huge tournaments won by any player ever that's uh first of all um margaret court holds the record for most slams uh according to you know what i had to google today so i don't know if that's true uh so i do expect her to i do expect serena to get the um uh the record before she's done mm-hmm. uh yeah uh so yeah i i mean look uh and then he says uh sorry for whining uh but let me tell you something one i don't know what kind of help you were gonna offer we don't want that kind of help Mm-mm. we good on that um there you could have taken the opportunity to send a nice email with uh these are some of the things she's accomplished and we would have read that on the air without having to um deal with that um you know so i would have you know welcomed that as well but yeah it's it's pretty pretty uh passive aggressive email i guess is the best way to take it Mm -hmm. Um, like i told you before it's a backhand compliment and <laughs> duality right and like i told you before it's really really funny how when it comes to the black woman here you come talking when you know we talk about other players we don't know their stats and statistics we talk about other sports you don't never tell us to to get it right about floyd mayweather or to, to get it right about you know charles Barkley, whoever the fuck we talking about um you know it's one of these things where Put, put like this i'm gonna keep it real niggas got to understand that black women gonna support black women no matter what the fuck i don't care if i don't even understand your fucking field that you're motherfucking in i'm about black excellence and so i'm gonna be a cheerleader i might not know your stats i might not know your statistics all i know is you're great in it and i want to love and support you serena has 23 slams margaret court has 24 so hopefully she get her after she popped this baby out she get on there and, and and get that get that official record um here's the other part of this that i do want to be clear about i love me some serena williams mm-hmm. but i don't love me some tennis Mm-mm. so uh i stand for serena whether she's kicking these white women ass on the cover of vanity fair or kicking their ass on the court that's just it you know i i'm not even gonna and i'll never get on this mic and have any pretense or pretend to be an expert in some shit i'm not nope that ain't what this show is baby now what we do is make an excellent fucking comedy podcast <laughs> several times a week come on and we don't need no help doing that 
so i don't know like framing it like y'all need some help and shit man save all that shit we'll take care of the being funny and podcast and shit you take care of the listening and we'll be all right um and we'll also take care of standing for serena in the way that we choose to stand for her uh curvaceous uh excellent ebony self okay all right come on it was anyway she was on the cover stunting on these hoes it was wonderful to see the dark chocolate skin of a pregnant woman gut full of just swirly seed just Mm -hmm. hair blowing in the wind like beyonce uh you know what this means though guys all them articles we about to get all the serena's making pregnancy look too uh it's too unrealistic i so what were the stretch marks how come i can't play tennis and be a white woman that has a baby and be pregnant and whoop somebody's ass we're gonna get all those pieces like they did with beyonce we got to do all that shit again we're gonna get the what is she doing on the cover you're supposed to be uh you want to get paid equally but then you want to go on a cover john mackerel's talking shit we got to go through all that because a black woman would dare to just be unfucking bothered on the cover of vanity fair as a pregnant woman and i already seen the hotel niggas trying to compare her to the what is the venus hot and type thing but the problem with that is uh white women have taken this picture and been on the cover of magazines demi moore famously did it mm-hmm. so what are you talking about anyway go on get get you, get you boo i see you serena you know. and she pregnant and she still fit you know what she is pregnant and in better shape than non-pregnant women push come to shove she probably could still whoop people ass pregnant mm. as she is right now still got that curve anyway uh shout out to serena and congratulations i bet the people glad like oh somebody else can win because honey she was there she be whooping y'all ass right now Mm-hmm. um let's see what else happened <laughs> uh a motorcycle nut who plowed through a crowd of Trump care progress, pro, protesters is a sleazy porn boss who boasts of white pride and claims he can't be racist because he married a slant eye import. Hmm. I wonder what your slant eye import would think about that. Uh, muscle bound Jeff Dillon, who see, was seemingly unhappy with dozens of activists, were protesting against President Trump's uh, health care plans just a block from the offices of GameLink the hardcore porn company where he works in shocking video of the incident protesters can be seen lying or standing in the road with signs before dylan driving a red 2015 bmw motorcycle begins to drive up behind them though though he didn't hit anyone he sparked chaos among the crowd by driving close to the protesters and revving his engine loudly many rolled to the side of the road to get out of his way before he did a u-turn and came back witnesses heard him yelling at the demonstrators if you want to go to the hospital here you go and you will have health care if you people stop protesting bitch what ain't nobody gonna have health care they passed this fuck ass shit what are you talking about after he was detained the 39 year old told some of the crowd you guys are blocking the intersection and now you're not see how that works the police watched the peaceful protest quickly swoop with one officer pulling his gun on dylan before he was handcuffed and taken away into custody according to san francisco police department the man was cited for reckless driving and released uh without being booked into jail there were no injuries from the incident 
dailymail.com has since learned that heavily tattooed dylan calls himself dillionaire oh so he's a dick and is an avid trump supporter and ran a uh facebook group called the white privilege club this isn't a racist site or group it is an exact obviously it's a celebration of culture who we are mm-hmm. i'm proud of who i am and my people he mm-hmm. wrote on the group page before it was deleted on thursday night mm-hmm. another deleted post read yeah white pride and people look at you like i've got a clan outfit on i married a slant eye import so you know i ain't racist wink mm, I, I don't care who you put your dick in it you, if you're racist you're racist sweetie on several of his social media pages he's seen posing with his wife a 36 year old asian woman named Teresa. according to his linkedin profile dylan uh says he's head of game links business development department and has over eight years experience working in the adult entertainment business five years working for gamelink.com but elsewhere he's noted as being the firm ceo he's passionate about the interaction of the adult business and technology linkedin profile states game links wow. website offers hardcore porn movies on a pay-per-minute basis how's he still in business who's paying for porn right, right. I, say, mm, also, I don't know nothing about it but I'm probably not working with no black people i'm gonna go on a limb and say no right porn's one of the most more racist industries anyway so no anyway that fool was out there be careful it, it, shout out to all the people that ask like why are people not marching and shit one people still are but also shit like this ain't ain't so many times you're gonna be shooting motherfuckers and threatening motherfuckers and motherfuckers getting killed getting threatened to death and still gotta hop on social media and deal with a bunch of assholes on both sides of the coin that don't fuck with them come on it's a thankless job i see why motherfuckers quit to be honest right i'm and actually shocked that motherfuckers still stuck around right i'm surprised that, that people are still out there doing it and that's why i always applaud and give kudos and support the people out there on the front line because it is a thankless job that motherfuckers think you're not supposed to profit on off of you're not supposed to make a dime off of you're supposed to do this shit for free even though everything runs on fucking fucking currency and money and you have white people calling you niggas you got black people calling you coon you got you know white people talking about how you trash you got niggas talking about how you trash you know you have white people talking about you're not supposed to get paid you got black people talking about you're not supposed to get paid so it's one of those things where you're doing it for people that a lot of times don't even realize that if i wasn't here holding the spot that i i am right now shit would be even worse than it actually is and it's and it's one of the things why i give kudos to people that actually do the job because somebody got to stand there because if it's to the point where people stop marching and protesting and organizing and getting in the street shit will run rampant yeah people wonder why i don't really have much to say about uh activists and when these activists fall out with each other and all this shit that's why it's a thankless job what the fuck who cares what i fucking think right. to be honest it's a fucking thankless job all i do is watch motherfuckers that don't want to do shit complain about the people out there trying to do something all day that's like I sometimes feel like that's all you see is like i like i don't know enough to know who's dirty who's not and all this shit anyway um uh, but i also know that i ain't getting them death threats that they getting Come i'm on. not nobody's ever 
threatened you know tried to come to where i am and do something to me like yeah i've never been scared to be out in public i've never been scared to openly walk around right. and just exist in the world you know but these are these are things that actually go along with that and truth be told when people a lot of people when they started this that's not the shit they signed up for they signed up trying to do it for the love of their people and it has particularly with social media it evolved into something else and everybody's not made for that that's why you see people in their 20s start by the time they get to 30 and 40 and start having kids and family like fuck y'all niggas i ain't got time to be harassed all the time it's dangerous work man yes it is so uh and anyway uh let's do some fucking with black people where's our music at um let me scroll to the top all right all right let's go. Oh, my. <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles that make us feel fucked with, and we assign point scores from zero to hundred, intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, Let's see who we got up first uh oh there's a white german woman who says she is a black woman now rachel doze out eat your motherfucking heart out i'm trying to tell you somebody's trying to take your spot queen Mm-hmm. i'm saying rachel Dolez out if you uh if i learned anything from this bruno mars shit you need to hop your ass in the snow <laughs> you better make a hot 16 dog you know i've seen people giving bruno that pass so you gonna have to come up with some uh 24 carry magic or something you bet. To, uh, i'm trying to tell you they might they might want to claim some you uptown funk or something okay um evidently the transracial desperation the puzzling mindset in and of itself is real out in these streets shout out to rachel doze out setting the precedent for people to swap out the privilege of their birth skin affords them and slip into minority races like a shiny new outfit Ooh, stacy ann ellis she talking that shit uh <laughs> perhaps now would be a good time as any to connect with her sister in trans race martina adam a german woman an aspiring model who has been turning heads all the way across the pond can you see the picture in the chat mm-hmm. yeah so are you trying to get the video play or something no nah, I, I wasn't even playing the video i'm oh, just okay. gonna show you the picture i don't even wanna i mean what what is happening here yep she's had uh surgery uh huge breast implants like some lip filler work uh maybe something to her nose um yeah adam's larger than life breast enhancements where the conversation starts and now it's her deep coffee skin the best chemically enhanced skin money can buy the medical treatment increased my body's melatonin production she wrote on a facebook page where she goes by martina big i love my new ebony look very much therefore i currently testing various things to emphasize my exotic look mm, she doing that akon shout out to legends what started off as an intense uh <laughs> legends intense teddy project earlier in the years become a full claim of a fetishized new agenda identity my transformation to a black woman continues she wrote in may i already bought me a beautiful long black natural hair with afro curls wait you bought natural hair right because her hair does not cool like our hair 
so i let my blonde hair color change into black and get african curls in my hair then comes the hair extensions with african natural hair after that i have an appointment with my surgeon this is a project for her fast forward now to june where adam has encountered so many travel issues as a black woman that she has now decided to get a new passport to reflect her new life i'm a black girl with black hair so i have to change very soon my passport she says in a video from her hotel room in romania deep side face palm we couldn't make this stuff up we tried oh my god yeah i'm treated like a clown zero to a hundred oh she's a hundred and she looks crazy yeah i gotta give it a hundred as well and there's nothing wrong with people getting work done you can do what you want to do but she looks like a goddamn fool yeah yeah it's always weird too because when people choose to go that route they seem to pick the most cartoonish elements of blackness that they want to adopt and portray you know uh what happened to black lives matter the movement responds an article was published wednesday that questioned the organization the leadership the purpose and the plans and the goals of black lives matter it was an article that organizes in the movement for black lives say included multiple inaccuracies and as the group seeks corrections or retraction it responded with an op-ed of its own to set the record straight and what happened to black lives matter buzzfeed reporter darren sands said that in the wake of donald trump's election in november 2016 while the nation had the biggest outpouring of liberal activism in more than a decade black lives matter seems less visible than it was a year ago and the movement is struggling with disputes over direction and leadership uh sand spoke with members of the group that are part of black lives matter and spoke of the history of the movement the origins of its ideals the people who are said to have started it and those who are perceived to lead it there are also hints of infighting people disillusioned with the movement and where it's headed the questions about how it will be sustained and continued uh organizers within the movement for black lives took issue with the portrayal and wrote their own op-ed on mike addressing the things that said said in sand's article these are dangerous times for our people they wrote history tells us we need responsible thoughtful brave journalism but movements can be stopped in their tracks by uninformed and accurate hit pieces that trade in gossip we must consider what we believe in who we stand with and what we are fighting for it's worth reading both pieces to consider different opinions surrounding the movement those who spoke on the record with sans echo some of his assertions the same assertions that the movement for black lives seeks to clarify yeah it's also interesting too because uh, a lot of those articles have like sources and unnamed people and shit and like i said you're dealing with human beings not all of this is good like some of this is jealousy some of this is anger some of this is just personalities clashing and i remember when they did the one about uh deray where it was like people put some people would would like a couple people might put their name on stuff but the vast majority of that was sources said off the record so you're like you're doing quote-unquote journalism but if people don't put their names on it it just feels like an attack it doesn't feel like it's not like this is a government like listen uh if you say this about deray you gonna get arrested or you gonna the government whistleblower trying like Mm -hmm. if you have a problem with the dude but also won't put your name on it come on you can't expect people the the public the general public to be like oh well that's a credible thing to say it's just Mm -hmm. it's natural like people do that a lot where they like they come at people but then they don't have the receipts they don't have the integrity like you have to have that shit on your side if your point is to sway 
people on your side if you just say shit there's some people that will just be on your side because you're saying something right there's a lot of people like that out there in the world where especially you know uh in this day and time where there's so much social media and shit people Mm -hmm. will just be like oh you don't like that person well whatever you're saying must be right but there's a lot more people that are like well i like to be informed if you have some information let me know right and when you're writing a whole ass article like sources said this uh uh they wouldn't go on record i don't mm-hmm. some people think this like all of a sudden it loses the credibility and yeah it is kind of whack as a journalist to put that out you know but i mean you have to get someone to go on the record i don't know um at any rate i mean because it, it, it's confirmation bias essentially i will believe what i want to believe the, and that, that's for everybody that's not just for me everybody will believe what they want to believe if you say sean king ain't shit and nobody will go on the record and be like this is why he ain't shit you're gonna have a lot of people be like sean king might not be shit if i already don't think he's shit all the people that like him or defend him or don't have a problem with him are gonna be like y'all haven't proven anything to me right that's just how it works i don't i mean that's you know that's like life that's just life shit um anyway uh one point that the movement for black lives makes clear is just as just in previous movements there's going to be conflict not everyone's going to get agree on every point of every approach but it's the way the conflict is handled that would dictate how far the movement can go we're not always in full agreement we have competing ideas we will undoubtedly upset each other in the process to make difficult decisions we are here because we believe that our victories in service of black people are bigger and better than when we win and then and when we arrive at conflict we do our best to hold each other to that standard no matter how difficult or inconvenient we don't always get this right but in order to do so it requires all of us to hold these values um yeah i don't know man that's also complicated too because uh so many people have made their brand on like i call you out i do it in public i you know i'm transparent i say what i got to say bridges be damn fuck it anybody can get it and i yeah especially when you're young that's definitely an approach to it but it's a difficult approach to then try to build off of because a lot of people are not gonna fuck with you afterwards or they're gonna be like that person's a loose cannon don't fuck with them they will put your business in the street the second they have a problem with you they tell they putting you on blast they dragging your name through the mud and you know it's not normally handled in private or you know uh right you know people just because one thing i've noticed in the internet age i was thinking about this the other day um you like we've been long around long enough to where people say shit like and you see this all the time uh don't tone police somebody which i understand you know people get mad you don't want to be told how to feel how to communicate right right uh but you know what i was thinking too tone and framing matter a fucking lot in communication yes it does because how you your tone and your words mean things shout out to nikki ridge words mean things so your framing your tone the words that you choose to use the words you choose not to use matters yeah but this thing where people encourage you to be as belligerent as possible right as uncouth as possible the problem with that shit to me is um it does matter mm-hmm. how you approach somebody mm-hmm. we act like only one side of this is human like i'm angry so i can say whatever the fuck i want 
and you gotta take it but that's actually not how human beings work if you come at somebody on 10 most cases they are not going to sit around and listen to you and then be like well you know you were very mad at me but i have to take it that's the rule Mm-mm. that's not how most people work 99 percent of people if you come at them very harshly they will shut it down and leave whether you no matter how you meant it you know yeah no. and the thing i was realizing is you know why people encourage that shit entertainment right right they want you to be their entertainment and 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 that makes sense because i think on the low a lot of people thrive and a lot of people get their high off of people on the internet arguing and bickering and not getting along internet tv is why we watch reality shows correct i was just thinking this shit the other day i was watching a reality show and it was i was like god damn that was the worst possible way to handle that but you know what i'm watching now i don't know tammy roman but i'm watching the show some uh, for a lot of people the internet is just a reality show they get to watch and participate in right and they get to be the tyrant and they get to be the one that acts up and all that shit but i really do see people encouraging sometimes when i'm like i like i'll stay out of it because it ain't my business a lot mm-hmm. but like you are encouraging the most belligerent path possible because it's the most entertaining path to you you don't have to live with the decisions that person right. makes you don't have to deal with and the, later the on fallout. right later on when that person suffers for that decision or later on when it, then you're just gonna be like oh it's, it's don't even worry about it but really you might be costing that person an opportunity Money. like i try to think about if someone came to me like someone a friend came to me in an email was like yo this is a thing that's happening to me at work how you know what are your ideas on handling it i have never been like man fuck that go in there custom motherfuckers because i'm always like well you have to um, i care about you and i want you to do the things that's best for you i'm not gonna tell you to go in there and you know just suck they dick dog tap dance mm-hmm. but i am gonna be like okay look this is how you stand up for yourself and keep it uh like where well, you can be true to yourself but also not have to turn back in a month and go i regret how i handled that situation right because there are consequences to your actions even on the internet there's still are consequences to your actions There's consequences to what you put out in the world like it really is we live in a world where people think they can just do whatever they and people are they disposable people are disposable right. so even your friends will dispose of you when you do that time when you do go off that time and people go man well fuck it she fucked up bye you know what i mean let me go to the next session Hold yep. on. i know we uh at the break but yeah, they're uh, not willing to stand and support and you know i think because the thing is everybody at some period in their life that you're gonna fuck up somewhere you are going to fuck up nobody since time has been been ticking is to the point where you don't fuck up well you know what remember like even when like Lori went uh lovey went off or you see these people go off sometimes and like <laughs> like i like i said i'm on some other shit lately you know i've been observing people uh i've been kind of sitting back not really participating in a lot of this shit but you know like kind of picking my spots um because i'm kind of trying to disconnect from as more people now because it's yep. just it's it's an overload sometimes mm-hmm. but one of the things i like with lovey with uh certain activists where you see them going off and they're just wrong like and they're like they're not just wrong but they're they're wrong and they're burning bridges and they're calling people and they're blocking people and they're angry at people and all this shit Mm -hmm. and you're like i know you're wrong and everybody that tells them they're wrong block gone peace get the fuck out of my face 
and i'm like how did you get like that and you know how you get like that because everybody that's on your side tells you go off fuck that do it all the time so that so that you so even when you're right you're going at people the same way that somebody wrong goes at people right so then when you are fucking wrong ain't no difference to you to you you're just like everybody in my corner done told me say what the fuck i want to say however i want to say it when i want to say it fuck these motherfuckers they don't agree with me i'm always right you're always wrong and and it there's something to it it's not it is. it's is like i said it makes me think about shit like this where i'm like well of course you have a movement where people are going to disagree a lot of people have been gassed up at this point so hard how do you come down from that right it's only human to to feel like i'm never i'm the one who's right and fuck everybody that disagrees with me and fuck you you i'm the one that's really about this shit and all my people tell me i'm about this shit and you and that other person somewhere thinking the same thing like everybody tells me i'm about this shit and you ain't about shit that's just what the game is but yeah it i think this a lot of this would that would be the effect if you had a lot of people young people especially dealing with this shit all together at the same time yes and also i think for a lot of people that's why you have to as the spotlight on you gets bigger and larger and even i'm learning this you've got to have people in your life that are like real and and rooted grounded and rooted and be like hey nigga hey 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 hey, you wrong hey hey you ain't always right you know and more challenging you um you can't always have yes men around you because because when you have yes men around you there's no balance well and like like my thing isn't even about saying somebody's right or wrong right i just Mm want to be clear it's about who's in your corner because they want some entertainment and who's in your corner because they they really believe in you right Those I, are I, two think, different camps, I think the right? lines are blurred at this point it is because there are people that get off on watching these fights like i mm-hmm. saw when um like Ned and deray had a little tiff on social media a few weeks back mm-hmm. but you know human beings y'all are friends it, shit happens to be honest you know what mm-hmm. i mean but when i saw the way people were talking oh finally the shea butter beef oh i never liked that nigga anyway thank you oh the civil war and i'm like oh y'all don't give a fuck about her or him or their cause of what they're standing y'all don't care about any of that y'all just here for a fight right y'all don't give a fuck like y'all literally y'all were waiting for it right like y'all and if this hurts their friendship forever y'all wouldn't give a fuck y'all if this if they can never ever like y'all care about your agenda and nothing else and it's being not the real people involved in this not the real friendship that's on the line possibly because that's true any of that shit and not and that's like it just like i said sometimes when i just observe and i don't even participate i just be sitting up there like yo like how is that healthy how is that how does that affect people involved in that shit that have that many people with agendas looking at you all the time thinking about their own shit and not like i said not to mention the jealousy of it like who's on and who's not who got this thing and who didn't get that who got this kind of money and who didn't get that kind of money not but that's before you even get to that shit but just the encouragement of like talk to that drag him drag her and you're like yo i don't know that that's necessary but i feel like people are entertained by this and that's the that's the blurred lines with all the like activism shit the same way that you said white people saw it like this is cool we gonna do it a lot of black people see it as like entertainment 
like it's not real right but these are real people with real lives real feelings real emotions going through real shit and dealing with real shit and dealing with real problems no matter what your quote-unquote status is in real life or your status is on social media you're still a well-rounded human being and a lot of this goes to the point people strip you from your your, they want to strip the humanity from you so that it doesn't bother them to encourage this bad behavior because if they really looked at you as a whole human being they wouldn't encourage this um in my opinion but just that i guess this is how i function you know some some people are just messy so they just encourage this shit regardless and oh yeah everybody's looking for their tribe so it is kind of like right the messy people gonna be messy together the people that's always like everything i'm always right and everybody i'm the real victim everybody those people are gonna get together the people that are like we we the hotels they gonna get together everybody is gonna find their people that's true but yeah it just feels like a lot of this shit is entertainment to people you're not a real person to them right uh and and for a lot of people it's sad but we ain't really famous but to some people same thing for us we're not we're not human beings we're not real people Mm. um so that's why people do some of the things they do because they don't see us as well-rounded human beings Mm. and something else a uh, piggyback ride like for me uh, I, I watch a lot and people will be amazed at how much i know from just sitting back looking and watching and you will learn a lot about people by just watching their behavior mm. well yeah according to this article you know black lives matter had a meeting and it people had different ideas and different directions they wanted to go under trump and and that makes sense no one idea took hold and you know it kind of uh fell apart to some extent and there's people with different monetary needs and shit Mm -hmm. like one of the things i think that um it's just a reality of all this shit and i think people saw it firsthand because it was easy to throw shade at al sharpton and jesse jackson and all them people none of this shit moved without the money come on and motherfuckers really do expect you to do this shit for free and they will shit on you when you get that money and i think the reality of that tightrope is gonna it left a lot of motherfuckers that put their lives on the line destitute broke having to go find a job somewhere because motherfuckers don't really want to take care of you even though they like you know thank you sis you oh y'all thank you y'all you you a good brother you a good sister and then when it comes time to put some put up a shut up motherfuckers be like i saw you got a new car what you doing with all this money like it's that shit and it's like well damn now hold up you saw me get pepper sprayed in the face and bit my dog too yeah but you got them new joints on like it's that kind of shit too where immediately motherfuckers get in your pockets and shit and this the whole thing turns against you it's like a no-win situation so yeah there's people that probably did try to toe that line and to be honest probably should have tried to get some money at some point because you don't have nothing to show for and motherfuckers ain't even grateful and they won't even remember your shit right right and 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 i think for me the thing particularly when it comes to al al shopton and jesse jackson and some of these people that have you know that that are are more well off mm-hmm. people criticize them and i'm not trying to say neither one of these people are perfect nobody's perfect so but but it's yeah, one, it's one of these say. things when shit pop off and al shopton show up he bringing lawyers he bringing resources he bringing shit that costs motherfucking money it's you cannot do the shit he does 
for fucking free and expect longevity that's unrealistic i don't don't even think trayvon martin i don't even think there's a case uh, there's not even a trial right if if al sharpton hadn't got involved it's a, it's the reality of the situation there were people on the ground that had tried to organize something and the police were ignoring them the media was ignoring them it took al sharpton saying something going down there and all of a sudden they're this race baiter son but you know what they was covering it after that they wanted to know what the fuck happened and after that all of a sudden you got uh, you get a trial george zimmerman gets arrested fucking like two months later but it's really until al sharpton got involved now i think black lives matter had a chance to change that narrative because you know with mike brown it was different right you know it's people in the streets it wasn't one person it wasn't you know i think even when al and them showed up he was like get the fuck out we don't want you and shit so it was different but because of that difference and almost because of who you don't want to be you can end up in a situation where you had to pick one of the two and it's either you know we need money and access and all this resources and then you have people that are lying well if you get too much money i'm gonna stop fucking with you if i see you know if i see y'all out here trying to get these resources i'm gonna say that's why you did it you didn't do it for for the people and that vow of like poverty and righteousness can end motherfuckers like you end up broke after this shit and it's like i can't do this forever nope 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 and you end up uh doing other things going back into the workforce going to school right having your what about your family you know because motherfuckers expect you to be 24 7 only i still remember people going and i don't know if they still do it going and activists like well i saw you in tweet about so-and-so so now you gotta be fucking aware of every black death ever what kind of mental toll does that take on me to 24 7 i'm just scrolling for black death because i don't god forbid i I miss a tweet god forbid i didn't share a story because now all of a sudden i don't care you know i just felt like it was a and maybe it's because i'm just a cynical person at heart and i'm very pragmatic i just felt like it's a matter of time for people it's like yeah after this like i can't do this forever and y'all motherfuckers definitely ain't rewarding me for doing it and like i said even with um even with all the people that's critical of obama still took him for granted i don't give a fuck i don't care how they try to frame it you had to have taken him for granted because like most black people at work they work is taken for granted now that he not there is people realizing like yo this shit is dire out here Mm you know like yeah they passing laws and shit like you can't do the things you used to shit happened nobody gives a fuck and you know it's they're taking away laws florida now wants to make a law where you can um where cops can review the footage of an incident where they kill somebody before giving them a statement so it's basically like yeah it's basically get your lie straight law right because you know how many times the footage is what all we have where it's like well he came at me he shot at me and then i had to pull a gun to shoot him and then you see the footage and like that's not what happened he didn't do any of that shit uh 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 well we caught him lying right and now keep in mind still not convicting cops even with them lying even right. catching them in lies now they want to give them a chance to look at the footage and then come up with their story this is the kind of shit where i'm just like yeah didn't know this justice department won't oppose that no that shit is gonna happen mm-hmm. you know um so yeah it's stuff like that man as far as the group maybe having some issues or going different ways and shit i mean it's kind of natural too right. and especially like if you're not even talking about the movement for black lives or just the black lives matter thing 
the way it was organized and stuff it was a different very radical type of organization right. man there's no one real people leader. didn't want to just have leaders people didn't want to just have spokespeople i think it became inevitable that you know the three patrice and alicia and all these it became inevitable that they were gonna have to have some spokespeople because that's how the media works mm-hmm. and that's how like if you don't have a spokesperson they gonna find somebody to interview and, gonna and you put can't a, and you can't be mad at that person for showing up because they care like yeah, you're gonna put a microphone in somebody's face somebody gonna get a mic somebody gonna get the attention uh it's that kind of shit it's just the the, the world wasn't ready for that radical of an organization mm-hmm. and shit but um yeah at the end it is kind of like what's the plan you know um but yeah man so uh, a lot of people um said that it's kind of falling apart and stuff in this uh this this hit i guess hit piece this buzzfeed article uh that doesn't cite a lot of people's names or any of this shit um and i mean it's not hard to imagine but we don't really know correct no us was in the room right you know you just gotta hope that uh i don't know man i just i just feel like none of that shit can last forever and you know it was good for people while it lasted i'm glad they tried to help people and put a lot on the line for people but you you just especially in an organization that got as big as they got you're gonna have infighting you have people feeling like they chapter ain't getting enough attention enough Mm -hmm. money right uh, enough resources you're gonna have all that shit and nobody can be everywhere at all times um not to mention the inherent biases of society so a black woman gets shot not enough people want to march black person black dude gets shot everybody marching how many times can a movement founded by lgbtq black women how can they uh how many times can they see that before the roads that how many times can they be second guessed by people that didn't do shit before the roads your motivation i just don't know how people do it in the first place i'm just thankful for all the people that took the time out to yeah. get to care it takes a special person like, i don't like, i don't know yeah. how people do it it takes a very special person with if they hustling this the hustle i don't understand because it's probably the least it seemed like the least pro the least profitable for the most headache hustle of all the hustles. right you hustling backwards yeah like most you people, must care about something because it this ain't of all the ways to get rich this got to be one of the dumbest ways to get rich i'm rich but i'm getting shot at be that right dogs getting sick on me right but i'm rich y'all if you rich off of this shit then you can have that money you earned it you earned every dime um anyway zero to a hundred a hundred i don't know i it i and and i think i'm 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 more of 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 a hundred all right i'll say like 50 i do you know like i said i it sucks that this shit is happening to to it, it just sucks that's all you know but it's human and they're right. allowed to motherfuckers gonna not gonna be able to do this shit forever and i don't blame them nope. uh black lives matter demonstrators briefly halted a 2017 20 twin cities pride festival in minnesota so you know it's not like all the black lives matter is gone you know that's one of the beauties of how they actually organize it to be honest like if you can have black lives matter chapters that will, might be active for our whole lives i don't know i, I think we will you know mm-hmm. yeah, like they, they started something 
and and for some of these locations they're never gonna die right um at any rate demonstrators briefly halted the 2017 twin cities pride festival this past weekend in downtown minnesota uh minneapolis uh upset over the inclusion of police officers in the parade in the wake of the acquittal of minnesota police officer in the shooting of philando castile so they care uh thousands of people were gathered along the parade route in hennepin avenue on sunday morning when the parade came to a halt as black lives matter demonstrators jumped in front of the lead vehicle which happened to be a police car marchers stopped at every intersection and delayed the parade for an hour speaking into a mobile microphone the speaker demanded police officers be removed from the parade they followed with a stage die-in as well as a moment of silence for people who have been affected by police violence as the crowd looked on oh yeah you know the white people was mad the demonstrators were upset that the organizers decided to include the police officers in the parade so soon after saint anthony minnesota police officer uh geronimo yanez was acquitted in the 2016 uh killing a castile a black motorist after an hour delays the parade proceeded as planned uh and dot best belster best belstler uh executive director of twin cities pride told cbs that she didn't see anything wrong with the protest disrupting the parade people are allowed to protest it's great i think people were really respectful of that and now it's time for a parade all right uh zero to hundred i don't know if i could at all i'm glad this person quote unquote sound like they was cool with it but i guarantee you people along that parade route mm-mm. yeah i do wonder what the actual people in the parade thought come on it was a lot of niggers a lot mm. of y'all fucking them out you know because they came to party they came to throw glitter in the air and swing uh glow sticks they didn't come here to hear about niggas dying yep holly berry said, oh i would also give it zero mm-hmm. holly berry says uh she doesn't want to hear about black lives matter but she's no sellout unlike some other celebrities holly berry did not embarrass herself when asked about the movement for black lives the recent uh the recently pregnant not pregnant knockout did say <laughs> she was tired of hearing about black lives matter with one redeeming caveat according to hollywood uh hip hollywood barry had this to say during con um in my world i get tired of people complaining about oh black lives matter and they pontificate and pontificate about it and i say well what are you doing about that it may not seem significant to you but that's how we start have you called your local politicians have you written a letter she continued when they say they've done nothing i say well don't talk to me because you are part of the problem because you are sitting here spewing negativity and complaining so yeah all right she's don't talk about it be about it zero to a hundred. Oh, she get a zero yeah i give her a zero too uh that didn't bother me at all Mm-mm. uh let's see um a white man who was inside of a black rasta mammy puppet um oh. says that he is not a racist guys what's this what's the roster meme oh one of the stuff we've seen at the museum uh i'll put the picture up so you can see it uh the puppet was in the fremont parade uh yesterday i received a letter from someone claiming to be the maker of the puppeteer of the law uh, and puppeteer the large mammy looking thing that participated in the solstice parade in june 17th though he did not provide his name the president of fremont arts council susan harper confirmed the authenticity of the email it was written by the man who made the puppet that many including myself and the facc is a racist see as racist harper however would not release his name he thinks that is that is his business and that their business as an organization is to figure out ways to prevent puppets of that nature from participating in future events so you see the picture mm-hmm. yeah um 
Yeah, he got the big red lips, the the white eyes, and like really, really, really dark skin. Like a coon uh, Rock figure. Right. Hi, Charles Mudade. I am, uh, Mudade, maybe. I am an anonymous puppeteer who had the large black puppet in the solstice parade and got such a public drubbing for being racist. I tried to post something on Facebook, but it was deleted. I fully intend to i intend for my puppet to portray in the most positive and upful way the contribution contribution of people of color to the celebratory spirit of humanity Mm-mm. i danced hard for two hours and gave us as much positive energy as i could on the, to, to this quest one lady white came up to me on parade beginning and said that because i was a white white my puppet was racist i was hurt surprised and shocked oh your feelings I thought she was maybe a little nuts from that Trump guy being president, all the shootings of black people, and the general rise of open racism recently. I told her I did not share that her perspective or my puppet, but she was having none of it. She called my puppet trash. Mm, she sounded like a hero. I uh, said I should drop out or I would be in big trouble, et cetera, and stormed off. I met another woman who said I looked like Eve Biologic, the African mother of all humanity. I like this opinion much better. Needless to say, it reinforces my determination to make positive contributions to the parade. 95% of the people I interacted with along the route were with me in spirit of celebration. I traded happy solstice and high fives with my big foam rubber hands. Let me guess. 95% of these people was right. Come on. Besides me, a bare ass Trump statue was flipping everyone off. Was this why people thought I was also, I was also was disrespecting them? I never felt so misunderstood in my life. Sadly, left Poquita. I sadly left Poquita over by the powerhouse with a note explaining my real intentions. I wish you all the is best. That the name Poquita. I guess is what he called it. What? I wish you all the best in your struggle to fight racism and help the environment. I just hope in the future to stay out of the crossfire from reactionary liberals who are determined to see evil everywhere. Best regards. Oh, a hundred motherfucker! You should. You should. He also put remaining anonymous for a fear of unearned reprisals. Cause you know you fucking wrong. A hundred. Fuck this nigga. Also, that and shit. It's bad. That it shit look like real gorilla. racist. That shit looks super racist. Yes, it does. Uh, a racist Trump inspired boss gets sued by African American employee. Hmm, I don't say. Uh, <laughs> uh, why would you think this is a good idea? Mm hmm uh look at this he's dressed as trump he has a dixie flag in the back that says the south shall rise again this is cube oh fuck yes i went to fucking human resources quick and in a hurry a snickers in his suit jacket pocket a trump wig on something says tom in the back first thing smoking in human resources if y'all don't get this motherfucker the fuck up out of here uh, apparently these folks are throwing professionalism out the window are constantly supplying black and brown people with social media content of their racist behavior their hate and envy keeping them so busy it's amazing that they have time to do any real work in a lawsuit filed by southland construction management employee to shay wright a black woman ceo kenneth hayden and his wife cfo anita hayden have been accused of creating a racially hostile work environment wright seems to have plenty of evidence to back up her claim and one can't help but think back to trump's self-proclaimed favorite word stupid when you see uh what some of the evidence is not only does the employee reference a couple making comments like we'll just make the mexicans do it right actually has a photo of the christmas gift they gave her it's a real doozy uh therein lies the stupid part all right let me see therein if I, lies the stupid part see if i can click on this link apparently i thought it was already stupid we better get stupider 
i guess so i don't know trying to see what uh what this uh i guess there's more to this article all right um all right uh it's a real doozy there lines okay uh i can only imagine what the employee probably wanted to do upon opening this gift but it think but i'm thinking she kept her cool and came upon a better idea her immediate thoughts may have sounded something like this i got something for your ass uh according to the news one report chris dolan Wright's attorney said his client felt shocked and nausea when she opened the gift he said it was a hostile message that caused right anxiety apparently hayden has pulled other crazy stunts of this nature the lawsuit claims he removed Wright, a project manager from the company from june 2015 to march 9th of this year from major products projects and at one time even threw herself through a cell phone at her in the lawsuit she's also accusing him of battery and assault and battery below is a picture of the gift she received from the couple the photos picture below were inside a dicks a confederate flag uh holy shit uh pictures of him dressed as trump with the confederate flag tom in the background a make america great again hat wow no one should be treated this way in america in 2017 the country is going backwards and has stopped right said in a statement uh dolan told east bay times the message from hayden and his company couldn't be any clearer i stand with trump and i'm a racist if you don't like it then get out of my business and out of my country yes that's as clear as any message can get now let's see how a court in south carolina bonds mm-hmm. oh yeah a hundred fuck them yeah that's a hundred mm-hmm. i don't even know how you can i mean you, i mean i mean you literally breaking all the rules that they make us watch them 1970s to quote unquote early 90 videos of the people with the bad haircuts they tell you they tell you all this shit they say we like not to do yeah feel like that's so bad it wouldn't even be in that video right like the don't give your black co-worker a fucking dixie flag for a gift feel like they even the human resource people are like we don't need to put that in the video that's ridiculous you might need to i'm assuming the defense is gonna be that we were joking or something fuck you right i got a joke like this because i'm black you do everybody else in the office like this you give their asses flag right fuck out of here man uh the police chief who called a black beauty queen a black bitch resigns hmm, commerce police chief carrie cruz who not to be confused with terry cruz who came under fire when he arrested a black beauty queen in may and called her a black bitch has resigned according to fox 4 cruz offered his resignation during a during a city council meeting after the law firm that had investigated his action presented their findings carmen ponder who was crowned miss black texas 2016 claimed cruz had called her a black bitch and also claims cruz had allowed his 14 year old daughter to drive a car ponder had been charged with evading arrest through that though that charge was later dropped mm-hmm. they can always evade an arrest resisting arrest but you arrest me for something racist dog i, I, I shouldn't have never been arrested Mm-hmm. yeah a lot of times that shit is dropped because you never had any charges in the first fucking place all right she claimed her arrest was racially motivated though the investigation by the city of commerce concluded there was no evidence the arrest was racially motivated right cruz said but but he called me a black bitch but uh no evidence that any race had anything to do with it cruz said he was wrong in a statement that was read by the mayor though he was not present when it was read he stated that he resigned because of the stress of his job but he will continue his work at his new job as commerce city manager of course 
let's make him a city manager because this is not a fireable offense Mm-mm. this is an exciting time to be in commerce crew said i'm excited to continue to be able to contribute to the city in my new role white yeah, people so going he- white people going white people going white why the fuck is this motherfucker still allowed to work right so we can put them in another role involving the fact that we still have black people in this city they just got to come to this dude as a manager of the city for when some racist shit pop off so now you're gonna be the black call of somebody a black bitch and with a higher position with more power yeah man a hundred a hundred i was actually hoping this would give you a zero because i was like oh cool he resigned and lost his job uh they just moved him to a different job probably a promotion of course <sighs> like we don't want to fire you we just give you another job woman suspected of racist phone threats uh taking the unity center for mental health treatment portland police have identified a 63 year old woman they believe is responsible for racially motivated telephone threats to a portland school 63 y'all the post school what you who you harassing the teacher the principal the kids she reportedly called the fabian school which is housed in the former harry tubman middle school building on friday afternoon police spokesman sergeant pete simpson said the caller made threats about the shooting at the school the school is near lillis albana park which is hosting the good in the hood multicultural festival this weekend so it's a black school mm-hmm. kgw yeah, you said former harris told her yeah it is kgw reported the caller asked if the event was still happening then threatened to shoot all those niggers investigators determined the call came from a northwest portland residence and identified the suspect a 63 year old woman simpson did not publicly identify the woman officers and mental health professionals contacted the woman she was taken oh oh so you guys get it right um 63 causing a threat to the school of black kids calls them niggers she just needs to get her mental health checked out guys so she's a goddamn racist Cle- clearly it's is. just a mental health crisis guys it couldn't possibly be that she's an old racist 63 year old woman couldn't be that i'm sure if i called a school full of white kids and said i'm gonna kill all them crackers i'm sure the police would just show up to my house and shoot your ass and- <laughs> No, they ain't trying to see about your mental health. <laughs> Smoke me like a like a pack of cools. What? <laughs> what you gonna do when when, when you get this call? Just promise me you're gonna smoke his ass like a motherfucking pack of cools. They they would absolutely smoke me like a pack of cools if I threatened them little white angels like that. Come on, now they could kill them and it's all right, but mm-hmm. you better not kill them she was not charged with any crime um and this 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 threat is the second threat the festival has gotten this month organizers also received a handwritten letter filled with death threats profanity and racial slurs oh you don't say for a multicultural festival in the park y'all by the kids school they want to threaten them with race with death threats they gonna kill them for wanting to have a multi are you hearing what the fuck is coming out of my mouth they want mm-hmm. to kill them yeah the children because they have a right 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 like and you said it before races have been activated I people take that as a joke but it's not a joke like they have the, the it's like go and they was like fuck it i ain't got no robe 
But y'all gonna know I hate you. Kill them. Right. A college professor was fired following the appearance on Fox News where she defended a Black Lives Matter party. Um, a college professor has recently appeared on Fox News to defend a Black Lives Matter event in which only black people were invited. She's been fired. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's reasonable, right, guys? Hmm. Yep. You know, always playing the race card, these black people. Always crime victim. Let's get them off the air. Let's we don't have to hear, you know, she shouldn't be able to teach school for, you know, defending Black Lives Matter. That's cause all lives matter to us, right? And when all lives matter, you gotta fire somebody. Oh, it's one of these. It was announced Friday that Lisa Durden, a former adjunct professor at Essex County College in New Jersey, would be let go from her job following a heated argument in June 6th episode of the Tucker Carlson Tonight show, which, uh, speaking, while speaking about the all black Memorial Day celebration hosted by Black Lives Matter group, Durden, who is black, told the host, you white people are angry because you couldn't use your white privilege card to attend the event. Come on! The former professor who taught communication to pop culture classes as an, as an adjunct, according to the New York, Newark State, uh, Newark Star Ledger, also called America a racist society. Oh, so she was, she was speaking too much truth. So she had to go. Yeah. So, yeah, you know how. Yeah, and, she, and she didn't have a penis, so y'all could, you know. You know how offensive you can't it is. Respect that right you know for some reason simply i hope you're not speaking for anyone else i hope there aren't a lot of people well, in this my country name is lisa who durden. agree I'm speaking with for lisa durden. you i just hope there aren't people watching who agree with you oh, because what watching. you're saying is so hostile and separatist and crazy it's such a basic violation of what i thought we all agreed on which is you don't attack people for things they can't control namely it's not, their race. It's not an attack i'm stating the facts people get weddings you, where they exclude children it doesn't mean they don't like children they don't know if your kids are going to be monsters and those kids are going to be well behaved so in that same vein black lives matter decided to have one day where they didn't want white folks who were going to be off the rails they don't know if you're going to be the ones behaved on for them or the ones who are there against them so let me just ask you a a quick question go right ahead do you think it's racist to exclude people on the basis of their skin color. I think it's racist when you've been excluding people for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Why don't you answer my question and stop with your silly lectures? Forced, I'm asking you a very simple question. And we're forced to come together collectively to celebrate ourselves because you guys won't. You are the larger society. Let's be really? real here. You, you guys, I'm not talking, I'm talking about what I thought we all believed. Let me ask you this. Do you think it would be fair if white people did come to a Black Lives Matter celebration? They do to all have the them, time. When you then, look at Black Lives Matter. Do you use matters, the same water? and you see black lives men are coming together collectively for different uh issues you see people of all races so we do accept them this particular day they said stay your asses out we want to celebrate today oh oh, oh, god you don't want them problems you don't want to see your problems big fella going against us today and you can't celebrate if someone who doesn't look like you is around yes you can but you can you're also demented, say i don't want actually. to do it's a personal you're choice sick. and what you're saying is disgusting and if you were a nazi i would say Ooh. the same thing to you luckily i'm not because a nazi. what you're saying is indistinguishable from what they are saying which is i don't care your opinions i don't care your views your life experience your intentions all i care about is the way you look something that you can't control and on that basis alone i'm judging you and i'm hostile to you that's the case you're making and it's divisive and wrong and it's amazing that you didn't have to say that out loud but it, well, i can't unfor- believe you're well, making the case unfortunately unfortunately 
when you have a racist society like America, you force individuals to come together collectively to make sure that they have a voice. Right. And that's this is- Yeah, uh, I'll say two things. Not to blame the victim. This is why you don't go on the motherfucking shows. Right. Them people do not have your best interest in mind at they all. And the fuck. rules do not apply to us the way they apply to them. Mm-mm. Cause motherfucking Jeffrey Lord has said much more reprehensible shit and come back the next day and the day after that and the motherfucking day after that. That double ass standard motherfucking media is definitely not for us. Uh, and then the other thing I would say too, nothing she said to me was out of line, but white people just can't handle it. Like nothing she said was out of line. Right. Uh, the cause fact, he want, cause yeah, because they ask these loaded questions, and the questions are not a straight cut yes and no. Well, she's not even answering these questions. Right, I don't blame her. Though. But they do that all the time. Right. That's what they train you to do in the media thing. Is hey, just go out there, make a strong case, make your point. They basically said you the real racist now. Monroe said the school suspended her with pay for six days and then fire her after a public meeting in which Durden addressed the school board June 20th. The college affirms its right to select employees who represent the institution appropriately and are aligned with our mission. Monroe said, while noting it supports and affirms the right of free speech and independent views and expression of those views for our faculty and staff. Do you? Durden, who did not write, nobody made the freedom of speech argument for her. Y'all ever noticed that? Y'all ever noticed that? You never hear that freedom of speech argument for when somebody black says some shit like this? Durden, who did not mention the school, like, if it was Milo Yannanopoulos, I'm getting mad, but I'm just saying, if it was Milo Yannanopoulos, how this shit would have been all up and down the timeline. Freedom of speech. Right? If it's Ann Coulter, freedom of speech. If it's that motherfucking comedian that cut off Trump's head, freedom of speech. Black woman said some shit about white people shouldn't come to this party, and it's motherfucking, uh, too bad. Hey, you should have known you got a job where my free speech warriors at i don't see i don't see y'all but you fight for her job where y'all at dog her right to work bill marsh didn't get fired over a joke he's a comedian like where where are the free speech warriors i just want to know y'all seen them like y'all can cake for for bill Maher to say whatever the fuck he want right god damn it a hundred i'm they i'm really mad <laughs> she said they did this to to humiliate me mm-hmm. uh essex county publicly publicly lynched me in front of my students um yeah she told nj.com she has received support from staff members and students the newark resident said she thought living in a black and brown city and working for a black and brown college would be a safe space for her to share her viewpoints it should be a safe space for me i thought when i came home from war i would be safe instead i was fired because mm-hmm. yep. you know just don't even go on there man it's 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 not fair and they're mm-hmm. not gonna treat you fair no they're not and they're gonna they're gonna whatever you say you gotta actually stick by white people go on tv say racist shit all the time and nothing happens to them they'll be bounce back they'll get another job that's some bullshit man yes sir and fox i i would never go on fox period anyway because it's just not serious it's not for serious people come on they're not interested in any of the uh they're not interested in anything that positive no sir all right um it's late Mm y'all i say we uh do some nice uh 
you know what let's just do sword ratchetness i'm tired that's it <laughs> uh, this, i'm fucking i thought we were gonna do what we were doing like fuck it because then i have to play the cover we got to do that shot man no, i don't no, want to no, do that no i don't no, want to do no, any of that no mm-mm. it's too much let's just do sword ratchetness and get you the fuck out of here you yourself mad because i i don't I, have that I have, temporary i have made myself mad yes i have made myself just so mad. y'all know i didn't pick this that uh just some bullshit life is bullshit <laughs> too much fucking with black people today for me i'm, I'm yes, all everybody get a hundred i'm all fucked out guys Die, you get a hundred you get a hundred So I didn't represent the school, right? Cause I said I got the student I got the students back with the Black Lives Matter organization. That's I'm just telling you the argument they have for why they want to do a Black People Only Memorial Park Day party. But I ain't represent the school, right? I said America is a racist society. I'm the bad guy. How is stating the motherfucking truth? what do y'all think this is those white folks don't want to hear the truth like like what do y'all think this is look around they don't y'all should have hired up back the day when when them them three cases of black men being shot and killed by police officers all went to not guilty in a week y'all should have hired called her apologized gave her back pay gave her a raise and gave her her job back made her gave her put her in a promotion give her make her the dean are you fucking serious and it's supposed to be a black school in yeah. a black city that, pe- pe- black, what n- are you niggas scared of they conservative too niggas conservative too like a lot a lot a lot of times in these academic circles uh not everybody but a lot of them own that politically you, correct shit too you're right if this had been a dude this shit wouldn't even happen right you know how many fucking black dudes have made a living of coming on tv and saying some shit like this martin lamar hill has said some shit like this cordell west has said some shit like right. this they, michael eric dyson has said shit like this what is it about her saying that she gotta get fired dog right like i said and, and i'm gonna tell you right now and i and and and, and i really do feel this People are lost. They're scared of black anger. Don't get me wrong. They're scared of black men anger. But what they really is scared of is black women's anger. Mm. Because black women, our anger stems from a lot of different shit. And when you look at it, our anger stems from the fact that we have to deal with a lot of shit we you know black women's anger is 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 something it's like a ball full of fire in my opinion and people are afraid to get burnt by the fire you know um because when black women spit that truth it it burns people to their souls and some people aren't ready to get burnt like that they aren't ready for the truth because the thing about black women when black women really want to tell you about yourself and set you in your place your feelings gonna get hurt you ain't gonna like it 
you you know you, you you're gonna look at them crazy but but when she writes she right and the thing is you're disregarded because you're a woman you know you're disregarded by your own race you're disregarded by by the men in your life you sometimes you're disregarded by other women in your life and then a lot of times it's, it's that fear of how dare you step outside of what i think a black woman is you know, because we're already considered monkeys, we're already considered less than, we're already considered man-like, you know, and then for you to come out and be like, what you're not going to do today is all those stereotypes kind of wrap around us, so when we speak, people don't see black women as, as a whole. You don't get the same respect as a white woman, you definitely don't get the same respect as a white man, and you don't get the same respect of if you had a penis attached to you. So that's, I think, so that's why they had a lot to do with she got fired, because she's been a man, she would have not gotten fired she would have been booked on another show that that week you know what i mean there's men who have made entire fucking careers off of this come on like i don't know if angela rogers does it maybe she's not a professor or something somewhere so she's safe but yeah the idea she had to pay for this that's they had to make an example because that's pathetic that's fucking pathetic it's one of the things where because this isn't like i understood why people had to take that picture with trump I understood that and i'm not gonna ever knock those people for doing that that's a decision that unfortunately you have to do it if you want if you care about the children in your university you don't have to do shit like this you don't have to let betsy devoe speak at your fucking graduation there's certain certain shit that's how i said we wouldn't be able to tell from that picture which black people wanted to be in that room and which ones didn't but you can tell from shit like this like you want to be in that room if you firing this woman over this you want to be in that room yeah yeah there's no way yeah and 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 a lot of times uh like they say uh skin folk and kin folk right so you know a lot of times people make the mistake that we're all trying to get to the place where we all want freedom and we all want to be there no you have some niggas they just want to be white folks like that's their whole goal my my whole goal is to get as close to whiteness as i can so you know whatever the white man get can trickle down my way and i can move up into society but the reality is you're not white you know we'll be white so you have to accept that and love yourself for who you are and just be like fuck it but like i said when you get to the academic realm yes academic realm is predominantly white anyway a lot of times it's white ran white people run it you know they get more grants more more promotions and all you know and all that shit in that realm and it's one of these things why you know sometimes you know i look around i'm like dog you know i understand what you're spitting but are you spitting it because you want to educate people are you spitting it because you 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 just trying to make us feel bad for our blackness yeah i that that's fucked up man it really is she didn't say nothing on that that made me be like oh i can't believe this shit she here she go like that's when she went too far like yeah and and also i think truth be told she did quote unquote what a lot of people consider stereotype she was loud she was boisterous she had an opinion she wouldn't but you know what that's also what they bring you on there to do yes they do but it just ain't for us it's never but they are but he's sassy everybody yelling at each other on the fucking screens every night on cnn is sassy you know what i mean angela rye is sassy if that's what we looking at but so is fucking um jeffrey lord is sassy right van jones is sassy right but but she the one that gotta lose her job it's right. just because they, it, it's, they. Su- it's such a horrible double stand it's so fucking obvious to me you know what i mean but like i said i ain't seen i would 
if i didn't do this for a living i would have never seen this article right you know what i mean like nobody gives a fuck when it's when it's a black woman getting losing her job over this oh no there's no marches no no protests there's no first amendment right there's no she got the right to work it's people reaching out afterwards right it's right right right. oh oh girl it's messed up how they did you right was you at the meeting did you say shit right anybody ain't nobody you know giving you an interview where these people offer you better jobs telling you it's gonna be all right like where all these other universities coming and be like hey girl we need you over here at our university spitting that truth i don't even have nothing to say man she just got failed by her school and everybody because yes she did like and it's sad because part of me is part of me is like yeah but so going on there you know that's a big risk because you black it's that's how fucked up it is right and that's all you have you can't to- go on there saying the same you and for the record i keep saying jeffrey lord i just want to be understood i'm not saying she was talking like jeffrey lord jeffrey lord is a fucking idiot that is racist and makes shit up she was spitting straight fire truth ass facts but them motherfuckers just didn't like the way it sounded and the way it made white people feel so she gotta right. go so you can't be on the all calm cool to collect it because they'll over talk you and nobody ever hear you uh all right police arrested two men for allegedly being involved in a robbery and kidnapping incident and ton falls stephan roundabout uh the duo age 18 and 36 what the fuck are y'all doing hanging out together <laughs> y'all that? ain't got nothing that's how long to be his child they were nabbed by police in less than an hour after the incident nah two idiots at 3 30 a.m on a sunday uh nah this happened in a, a whole nother country oh okay everybody in this brown <laughs> district police assistant commissioner m chandra said uh five victims in two cars were on their way back home after having pre-dawn meals at the city where a car overtook one of the vehicles and blocked their way one of the suspects armed with a samurai sword came out from the car threatened three men and a woman the three men ran and left the woman alone in the car said chandra adding that another friend of the victims who was in another car had stopped to check on them but fled when he too was also threatened the suspects then drove off with the car and the woman police immediately launched a manhunt manhunt and located the stolen vehicle at a car park near the saba federal government complex at jalan suleiman around 4 a.m the 20 year old woman was also found safe police also seized a 44 centimeter samurai uh sword and the duo have been rep- remanded to investigation under section 39 395 397 and section 365 of the penal code for armed robbery and kidnapping respectfully Charge him. <sighs> all right guys we will talk to y'all tomorrow it'll be more upbeat we'll have ah! this this was a hard one <laughs> this was a bad one you got you cleared you I, you ain't cleared out but you knocked down a bunch of them articles see this is why y'all wonder why we do some other shit because honey you can't cover fucking black people news the whole show we didn't even get the rihanna kissing her spanish man and how yes Riri. that drove all the the black dudes crazy all the black people that all the black dudes that swear that they don't know them black feminism words boy they was using them today what they used all the vocabulary words this is this is misogyny against black men this misogyny nigga i'm mad i'm so upset with y'all i can't believe rihanna she not strong enough for a black man it was mad as fuck yeah honey and that woman living her whole entire life and don't give a fuck about what y'all don't blame rihanna if you really got a problem with this you want to see rihanna with a black man blame 
lebron james he wasn't strong enough to leave his family to be with that woman she was on national tv rooting for him he knew he could have left savannah to to be with rihanna if he would have been if he would have been the half the man michael jordan is he would have did it <laughs> but apparently he's too good to do something like that apparently he ain't and honey i seen the pictures and i was here for them all right guys like i said we'll be back tomorrow be a little more upbeat make this thing work i'm so sorry that y'all had but y'all was informed all right man we'll talk to y'all tomorrow until then i love you i love you too